0: Welcome to the ABLE podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and today I am so excited about our guest. Um, He is someone that I have known in my childhood and it's really cool that we have reconnected. His name is Mitch. He is a chef and the creator of dead Chefs social club. So I'm so excited to have you here with us, Mitch.
1: Yes. Thank you, Courtney. I'm uh, again, excited, uh, as much to be here and excited to see you get the ball rolling uh, with your podcast and, uh, excited to talk about this, um, as well as I'm invested in seeing where your stuff goes. So, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Awesome. Well, if you don't mind just kicking it off and giving a little background about yourself for the listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm 31 years old. Uh, as she said, my name is Mitch. Was, I'm a chef currently. I'm born in Chicago, um, raised in Geneva for most of my childhood, uh, where I met Courtney at Catholic school, <laughs> <laughs> um, currently living in Aurora. Uh, I love all things food and music pretty much anything involving those two things, you can find me there. Uh, I love, you know, love the outdoors, traveling, new places, adventuring, meeting people, Uh, music festivals, just sharing good times, uh, getting together with good people.
0: Yeah, totally. Actually, as a sidebar, I had seen something you had posted about Dead Chefs Social Club, which I'm really excited to get into. But um, you posted about it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is so cool!" And I know that you love 311. And yes. I had gotten into the car literally like 20 minutes after I had seen you post about this, and a 311 song came on the radio, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I have to ask Mitch to be on the podcast."
1: Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I think the name of the game here is synchronicity. Um, you know, that might as well be the name of this episode, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of cool how that works, and I've always kept my eyes out for those little nuances in life. And I don't believe that there really are any true coincidences and, and things like that. So I love that. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. I forgot to tell you about that, but yeah, that's, <laughs> I was like, he definitely needs to come on now.
1: So I'm glad you shared it to now. It's a good surprise. It's, it's a, <laughs> it's a fun one. And I didn't plan on 311 being a part of this story, but they're definitely, uh, them and the fan base are a huge part of where I am and who I am. Um, so in case we don't get into that anymore, but shout out to those uh, those people, they know who they are.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Music is so healing.
1: Too. Oh, I know. It's since a young age, it's been, I mean, yeah, since eighth grade, seventh grade, when I kind of, you know, started getting into the rebellious phase of life and found some some powerful music and mm-hmm. found that it can really, really change the shape of your soul and and put you in the right direction when it's not going in the right one, so. I've always held on to that for sure. And it's still as big of a part of my life as ever. So
0: totally, totally. So tell us a little bit how you got into, um, like food and becoming a chef.
1: Um, you know, it's been a long, weird road. Um, you know, as a growing up, I was always, you know, a sports, sports obsessed kid, you know, I was multi-sport athlete and, th- you know, wanted to be an NBA or NFL MLB star, of course, you know, as most kids did and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cooking always just became a hobby. Um, you know, me and my buddy Robbie in middle school, we would just mess around in the kitchen when my mom wasn't home and just do stupid stuff. And (laughs) it'd be like, Oh my God, that tastes really good. And you know, we did something really stupid to it. So it kind of just grew as a passion as a side thing that I, you know, I love to grill out and do that in the summertime. And I never really saw it as a as a career path growing up you think oh white white chef white coat chef and and all that kind of thing I'm like that's not for me I'm not that talented whatever and then I guess kind of the emergence of the food network is is what really led me onto it because you're seeing just these everyday people just going out and doing it and even then I had my reservations for a long time and you know more or less 10 years later down the road in the service industry here we are And, uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's been a growing, ever growing thing, you know, from becoming not a reality to a job that pays the bills to a job. That's fun. That I love to a job that makes me want to crawl into a ball and and not talk to one anymore. And then re-inspired me to, you know, kind of take that leap into being my own boss and just taking my own shot at it and not needing any more confidence than I already have and what I've done. Yeah. It's been a wild ride and this is kind of like the beginning, but also the combination of the culmination, um, of a, of a lot of moments and trials Mm -hmm. and tribulations. So, um, it's hard, it's hard to say, but you know, it's like I said, I've always loved music. I was in bands at a young age and it, it just ticks that same mental bug for me, the creative flow, just the feeling of being able to take something from, an idea on a piece of paper to ingredients to being cooked to people. It's, it's a moment, it's a process and I love every bit of it. So yeah, I guess that's kind of, you know, the base of it.
0: (laughs) And just like, I feel like me as well for so long, I've only thought of food as fuel. And recently, like I just have gotten so into cooking and it's just so much more of like a joy
1: that's also something too, is, you know, like I, I go and cook for 10 to 12 hours a day. And the last thing I want to do when I get home is cook. So
2: mm-hmm. I know
1: dino nuggets and mac and cheese, is, <laughs> you know, like I I'm definitely every bit of that person too. Um, mm-hmm. So just kind of getting away from the grind, you know, I, I understand that being a business owner, is not any less of a grind, but it kind of gives you more time for mm-hmm. you. Um, mm-hmm. And I miss that. I miss the at home, make it a mess cleaning it up, creating something cool. So, uh, that's definitely something that's pushed me back into this. It's just, it's, it's fuel. it's not only for your stomach and your brain, but your soul, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's good.
0: Yeah. That's great. Are there any pivotal experience that happened within your career that made you just want to go off on your own?
1: Yeah. I mean, kind of brushed on it before, but pretty much, I won't I won't name any names just because I I got love for all of them in in their own ways. But I've bounced around to, you know, a ton of restaurants in the in the western suburbs and in a lot of places. I've felt that I've at my own internal capacity reached the ceiling um, Mm -hmm. for that moment. And time is fleeting. Unfortunately, dealt with a lot of uh, death in my young life and friends, family alike. So time has always felt really fleeting to me Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: the older I get, the more that kind of increases. So the more time I've spent kind of working under other people as as much as I've appreciated it and valued it and it's shaped me, I feel like I couldn't waste any more time doing that. And when I, when I accept a job somewhere, like I'm investing myself in that place, you know, it's Mm -hmm. never just like a show up and, quit in a few weeks and move on to the next one. Like I feel I need to immerse myself. And mm-hmm. um, so it's a commitment. And I felt I'm getting to that point where I just need to commit to myself. Like I said, as, as much as learning from other people has helped me because I never went to culinary school. So mm-hmm. that's been huge. Um, but it also, like I said, it's a commitment and um, I want to get to the point where I'm making my own dreams come true and not others, you know, not that others dreams shouldn't Mm -hmm. be coming true. It's just, you know, I got to, I've always been a put others before myself kind of person. So yeah, trying to (laughs) unlearn that quality and and just jump into it and do this for me because not only do I deserve it, but I think I can bring some cool stuff to the world. So
0: that's amazing. Um, I think you can too. Tell us about what you're doing.
1: So as you said, it's dead chef social club. I've milled around with the name for a while and It kind of was inspired um, by a number of things. Anthony Bourdain was a huge, was and is a huge inspiration for me. And his passing away was really tough on the community as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he did a a whole lot for the the culinary community and just the world in general. That was kind of the start of it. And then um, one of my previous jobs at a, a restaurant that I started and created the menu for uh turned into such a grind that you know I always just joked because our kitchen was like a little closet in the back that no one could see us or hear us. Mm-hmm. From. I'm sure they could hear us sometimes but uh <laughs> you know we're just tucked away and I always made the joke that like you know I would feel like I just got my ass beat for six hours, punched in the face over and over and then I'd go out into the dining room I'm like wow it smells fucking awesome out here. <laughs> like <laughs> it smells great. It's loud everyone's happy plates are clinking glasses are clinking you know and it's like a chorus of I just did the good things Mm -hmm. I'm like wow I was expecting to come out to a new nuclear war site you know and um so it's kind of I was always making the joke like someone's going to leave a review one day like oh the food was great everything was awesome the chef was dead but you know it was perfect um so that kind of inspired it and then I've always just been a lover of Grateful Dead music. So it all just kind of piled into me being burnt out from the industry and
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, a bunch of other things that have inspired me. So yeah, it's it's a powerful name. And I've, I've got, I want to really highlight mental health awareness in a lot of my ventures. I, I got to get the ball rolling on some merch and stuff. And I want to, I got some big plans for that, you know, like quirky, funny images for not only kitchenware for chefs, but also just food fans and and people like that. But I want pieces of those lines and also bits of my menus to be directly benefiting mental health funds and addiction initiatives and things like that. That's also been a huge thing for me as I know there's so many other people out there that are not in the industry or just or just dragging it along because it's all they know how to do or this or that. And you know, whether it's led to addiction or anxiety or depression or all the above. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that they're out there and, and those people need help and uh, they need advocates. And, you know, I feel like, you know, i I suffer from all those things. So I've always wanted to, to make that a part of, of what I do, you know, create a safe space for people to also come and join me and, and Mm -hmm. create and have fun and just do what they miss doing and, and not feel burnt out or get mistreated or underpaid.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because all those things happen every day all over the place across America in every restaurant. And it sucks, you know, restaurant workers are widely underpaid, underappreciated. So that's you know, that's also a reason I wanted to to get out and get on my own and have an opportunity to really make a name for myself, but also actually pay the bills. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's there's a lot behind this project. I'm really excited to get it all going on my Instagram. Uh, there's currently a, uh, just an ongoing donation for Mental Health America.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they're a great foundation. They're all over the country, and they're tried and true, and they do some good stuff. And I, like I said, there's going to be some other things that um, I dive into um, as far as initiatives and addiction centers and things like that. If this turns into a traveling thing, which I hope it does, I want to hit the road and do music festivals and things like that. I want to affect local communities. Wherever we take it, because I know it's not just here, it's everywhere. Yeah. Chicago's only one of many massive markets, and even lower than that, there's just mental health and homelessness and that kind of stuff everywhere. And, you know, I know I might not change the world, but, you know, all we can do is try. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's really cool what you're doing is bringing such a light to the environment in in the food industry which i think is amazing because like you said i honestly had only ever heard of that culture and that environment until i had heard about the anthony bourdain books which i found fascinating and it's really cool that you're like bringing a light to that yeah kitchen confidential yeah it, my husband read that and he told me all about it and he was like oh my gosh this is fascinating. it's fascinating and i mean it it's incredible and um I just thought that was so crazy. And I didn't know about all the struggles and how that environment can be super toxic. So I think it's really cool that what you're doing is bringing a light to that and bringing a place for people to come together and kind of break free of that structure.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And It's hard to get a look into it because, you know, a lot of times a kitchen and a restaurant is just a, a door with a little boat hole window in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it takes being fully immersed in it to, to understand it and, and that's no one's fault, but it, I've always said it should be like a high school or college credential to work six months or a year in a service job, whether it be a kitchen or a hotel or just a restaurant in general. I think that's such a valuable asset for people to have mm-hmm. and it just really makes you a just multifaceted person.
0: I totally agree.
1: It's it's a it's a crazy and everything Bourdain describes as I directly quote it as you know as the kitchen is described and I'll shamelessly plug it right now to go watch the bear on Hulu if anyone hasn't. Oh, I saw this. you share that. It is and, and also the chef on uh, it used to be on Netflix, but it's with uh John Favreau. But uh, yes, those are two of the most accurate des- depictions of kitchen life that I've ever watched and Hmm. i was a a lover of shameless and lips character Mm -hmm. in general and it's pretty much the same guy and it's based in chicago so it's like it feels like a shameless offset um but it is just so accurate and i felt you know here back to the synchronicity thing pretty much as soon as i decided to hit the gas on this and i was just waiting on some some friends to finish up helping with some logo work and get social media rolling and of course the bear launched and i finished it twice <laughs> in about a week and a half and it was just perfect timing because it only inspired me to jump right into this and it was just perfect timing so there's just a lot of arrows pointing in the right direction and I'm I'm definitely going to follow them
2: yeah
1: got big plans like I said I eventually want to take it on the road but right now mm-hmm. I'm just doing pop-up events at um, ghost kitchens or Places that are closed certain days of the week, or want to have a kitchen takeover, um, breweries, tap houses, pretty much anywhere that'll have me at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like I said, I want that to build into music events. And, you know, it, it'd be kind of like a uh, to write love on her arms kind of thing, but with food.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's you know, amazing. Like
1: they're at all the concerts being loud and they got the merch and everything. So, Mm -hmm. Now, you know, when I go to events and festivals, I don't want it just to be a food tent or a truck. I want there to be a collective area with art. You know, that's another thing, too, is I want to help promote local artists. I'm going to ask lots of friends to, to do art for this merch line. And I want I still have to set up the details, but I pretty much want a percentage of all of their artwork to go back to them at any sale that features their artwork. They're getting a cut. Because I feel like people are that getting their, so their art cool. stolen, whether it be in the music community or just in general, people are getting not credited for their photography. Mm-hmm. Um, just their it artwork.
0: happens so often.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it just sucks. And I have so many friends that are artists and incredible artists and, you know, might not ever make a good dime off of it because they just don't have the exposure. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, there's so many future endeavors too. Like if this eventually snowballs into a brick and mortar, I want it to be like an actual social club that's kind of where that part of the name came from where there's like a music venue part of it it's a divy but modern kitchen bar art gallery self-sustaining kitchen garden on the roof com- you know compost all that good stuff it's it's attainable you have a
0: whole vision that's amazing
1: it's yeah and it's it's been a it's been a long time in the works it actually kind of started at festivals my brother's a dj If you like EDM music, go check out Trepio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he's a DJ and we go to festivals a decent amount and we would get RVs and he'd bring speakers and sound and play in the RV sites after after hours. And I'm like, hey, I should I should bring a grill and sell food and ended up making like three hundred dollars selling grilled cheeses outside of our RV one night and did them all gourmet up. I was like, wait a second. (laughs) That was really fun.
2: Mm-hmm. And I made
1: money, and it was easy. and so, yeah, there's that was about five years ago, and it's just kind of every every time I go to an event or experience something, I take something from it and kind of throw it at my idea and just kind of it's been a a bit of a stumble, but that's a snowball effect for sure. And um, like I'm really excited to see where it goes. and um, if I can get this off the ground and going, I think there's some big stuff in store. so. I mean, we just are just did the first pop-up on Sunday and, uh, how did that go? Well, as expected, it was a, it was a roller coaster. Um, I ran into some snags the morning of and had to adapt and overcome. And thankfully my mom and sister were around for a helping hand and were able to, to get me out of the weeds a little bit, but it was a hectic start, but sold out great reviews, you know, obviously room for improvement, um, as there always is, there never won't Mm -hmm. be, but, uh, I'd say it was a great success. You know, I pretty much sold exactly what I was expecting a little more, which means I'm I'm still good at eyeballing. So that's good. Um, that's amazing. The name of my game. I'm terrible at recipes. So I just <laughs> something I need to get better at is write everything down because I don't. But um, yeah, it was great. I'm excited. Hopefully there's going to be a bunch more coming soon around the area. I'm, like I said, I'm pretty much doing it wherever anyone will have me. There's a M- McCarty mills in Aurora and a couple other spots downtown are really cool about this stuff. And there's a, a little community of people that do this uh, pop-up thing and they're all supportive of each other. So there's a really cool community down here and I'm glad to be here and, and launching this in this community. Cause I'm thinking it'll, it'll be recepted well and um, hopefully get into Chicago and further from there. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. It sounds like you're kind of going with the flow and seeing where it takes you to, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. And that's whether it be lack of motivation or lack of inspiration, that's kind of always what I've done. Just Mm -hmm. kind of gone with the flow and, and just take it easy. It's a good
0: thing. That's a good thing.
1: Yeah. And it, you know, I'm, I'm very anxious and I have my moments, but in general, I try to just stay the course and, and you know, make a plan. And if things change, you adapt and you overcome. But yeah, I think the end goal is I just want to bring people together and, and make people happy. And I think food is one of the most communal things our earth has, food and music. And yeah, those two together are two of the things that have kept me alive, let alone not to say I'm not depressed and anxious or this or that, but it's kept mm-hmm. me going and it's kept me inspired. And knowing that no matter what moving forward is the only option. And now hopefully moving upward too. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm definitely excited, nervous, but in a good way, you know, it's, it's, yeah. um, it's that feeling that I get before these events now where it's a sense of calm, but it's like the eye of the storm where it's like, I know mm-hmm. shit's going to get real, but we're mm-hmm. going to, we're, we're going to do it and we're going to be okay. And I've kind of found, um, that's almost therapeutic for me now is in that moment of chaos. I almost find like a, an orchestral moment <laughs> of, of fluidness and just, all right, we're doing the damn thing.
2: That's awesome. So yeah,
1: it's, it's an addiction of itself. It's a labor of love. It's hard. It's brutal, but it keeps me coming back. I was, I know you play golf. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I, I don't play very well, but I'd love to. And I've always kind of related it to golf. And no one ever really wins golf. You know, like no a 65 year old can beat a 25 year old and for a championship. And I find that to be the craziest thing and the coolest thing about that sport. And I find the same thing in the you can never not learn something new, you can never not get better, you can never not put more tools in your bag. And so I always have that attitude, be humble and play the play the game and you know know your shots and you know you might get a couple birdies and (laughs) end up close to par so
0: um yeah I love that analogy
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's always just made sense in in my brain and I hope at least you and or anyone else but it's a it's a crazy game out there and you know like I said all you can do is show up prepared and and play
0: (laughs) yeah really in anything in life
1: absolutely yeah it's uh Pretty much a good, and that's why I said, you know, it's it's good to have that experience at any point in your life, whether you you stick with it or not, you know, just to mm-hmm. have that humbling mentality of, you know, you might be the best in the room, but you're still going to get smacked in the face, and <laughs> it's still going to be hard, and mm-hmm. that's never going to go away. It's just how you deal with it, and totally also life, you know, yeah, um,
0: gotta learn how to react the right way.
1: <laughs> yes, so we're just out here doing life, I guess. <laughs>
0: Totally. What is your favorite thing on your menu right now?
1: Uh, this is always a fun question for me because I always am like everything, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I, I like to be ironic in, in doing <laughs> that. But it's funny because, you know, a lot of the things like this event, I didn't, aside from sips and little nibbles of the process of starting it, I didn't eat a single bite.
0: Really? <laughs> so,
1: yeah, of, of the finished product. Um, mm-hmm. And that, often happens when I do these one-off events. Cause it's like, you know, you hope there's extra and there ends up not being extra. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is, but you know, just, that's also cool too. It's like I didn't get to taste anything and you go out to a room full of people just raving about it. So it's like, all right, that's cool. It's good to know that my instinct works. So yeah, like I said, I just hope to do like three to five of these a month. That's the goal mm-hmm. for now. Um, you know, winter time will be a little tougher, but again, I'm not only just doing that. I want to offer private events. If, if you want to have people over at your house, small gathering, you want to do it catering style or sit yeah. down and, and do a five course meal style. Like I'm mm-hmm. kind of open to whatever at this point. Um,
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, how can people support you and connect with you and what you're doing?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, right now I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Both. I think if you just search dead chef, social club, Um, Mm -hmm. you should be able to find both. Um, I'm also on TikTok, but I haven't got anything going on that. Um, like I said, once I kind of hopefully move out of the nine to five typical work grind, I want to be creating a lot more content on there as far as just cooking, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. as we talked about before, I'm, I've been making a lot of sourdough, um, and doing that. So I, you know, whether it be tutorials or different recipes, things like that, um, I'll get that going soon. So keep eyes peeled for that. So, pretty much just keep your eyes on, on the Facebook and Instagram. Those are both linked and anything, or if you know me personally, um, I'll be blasting all that stuff on, on my personal social media as well. So yeah, that'll be, that'll be all over that. Merch line will be coming. So I'm sure we'll, we'll need a, either an Etsy shop or a, a web address. So mm-hmm. all, the, all the things are in the works. Feel free to contact me personally as well if, if, if that's accessible, but I'm open for anything collaborations events you name it let's do it I'm in that kind of mindset yeah I love a, that
0: you're open to it all
1: yeah and, and why not be you know it's when you don't have a total niche plan nailed down into the wall why not try it all and then maybe you know there will be a, a niche in all of it and you know you got your uh, I just want to have my my fingerprint or my my hand in all the pots or as many as possible because yeah. I you know, like it's, it's silly not to immerse yourself challenge yourself situations that you don't know about or, you know, cause that's been some of the, the coolest experiences I've had is trying something new for the first time and totally winging it and just coming up with something awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I guess to circle back to your original question is the brisket wontons are <laughs> insane. Uh, that has to be, if it wasn't my favorite personally, it would have to be because, People will show up outside my apartment with steaks and pitchforks um, and fire if I were to take that away. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I'll have to try that. La- it's 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 out of this world and it's so simple and those are some of the best things in this life. I had it at a couple bourbon dinners at the last restaurant I had the menu for and people literally almost created a petition to get it on the menu. I'm like. Have you ever rolled wontons? <laughs> that shit is hard. It takes a long time. Like credit to all the, the Asian style restaurants that do that. It is hard work. Not That's only to, crazy. to do them, but to keep them fresh. So I'm like props to them. It's, <laughs> it's insane. So again, I wanna I wanna learn it all, and I, I'd love to travel to these places and see it for real and, yeah. and ex- experience it in you know a, a ramen den in Japan uh, or, you know, just Korea, Thailand, wherever I, I mm-hmm. want to see it all. France, Ireland. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause you, your menu, I ch- took a look at your menu from your event and it is like yes. a wide variety. You do have a lot of different inspiration in there.
1: I love fusion. Fusion mm-hmm. is, I love confusing people kind of people are like, wait, what you put what together? I'm like, Tr-
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> trust me, fig- you'll figure it out. Um, so I like fusing ideas together. This last menu was kind of like, a, centrally Asian themed but um, with kind of like a Mexican fusion with to mm-hmm. it and that's something to expect too my menus for now are going to be ever-changing um, I'll be keeping fan favorites and rotating and doing mashups of Frankensteins of all the menus and centrally themed ones so it'll, it'll always be a new experience you know I've, I've been so thankful for the support and the love that I've got from family and friends and just people who have tried my food who don't know me. And that really is the fuel that keeps, me, that keeps me running. And it just keeps me inspired to keep pushing the boundaries, keep bringing something new to the table, trying to elevate the bar. So yeah, uh, just keep coming out and I'll keep, I'll keep inventing and, and trying new stuff. And hopefully uh, we'll, we'll go some cool places.
0: That's amazing.
1: I'm, I'm a pretty quiet person on the outside, but once you pop the can open, I could I could talk. I could talk game for, for as long as people will listen and, and willing to interact. And I love, I love to hear other people's ideas. I was going to say, we could probably have an entire group podcast episode just on St. Peter's alone.
0: Oh my God. We really could. So funny. You brought up Robbie. I think about him often actually, because he used to burn me CDs and write, (laughs) he would write like Britney Spears on them, even though it was Eminem because I told him (laughs) to.
1: Yes. Yes, that is, that is some core memories right there. He's uh, for real, we stay in touch. Um, he's been a huge supporter of my, my endeavors. Uh, he's got a, a newborn, well, Oh, not, that's awesome! Not, not quite newborn, a little older than that, mm-hmm. but a new baby and a dog and a wife. So he's doing great. And that's something I've loved too, is seeing all the old faces pop up here and there. And, and everyone seems mm-hmm. to be doing, doing good and doing their own thing. And yeah. That's really cool to me because, you know, as much as I hated that experience in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, it really, I have got so many core memories from every bit of that experience. Totally. Um, totally. So, yeah, that's, that's a cool thing to see. And yeah. again, another cool part of being on this is uh, it's cool to reconnect and um, mm-hmm. again, just see, see cool people doing cool stuff and doing well yeah. and... And, you know, that's all I've ever wanted in this life is Mm -hmm. everyone do their thing and and be happy. So I'm glad for it. And I'm here for it.
0: Can I ask you one more question before we close out? Absolutely. Do you have any advice for someone who may be like stuck in a work experience that they're unhappy in and wanting to shift to doing something on their own?
1: Yeah. I mean, as, as much as my advice counts as someone who's just immersing myself in this process, um, you just got to jump.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You just got to, if you even have an inkling of confidence, like if you're thinking about doing it, you've already at least got a confidence that you could do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's hard and it's scary because there's not going to be really anyone. Well, that's not true either, but like at, at the base level, there's not going to be anyone there to, to tell you what to do or what's right or what's wrong. Um, yeah. Thankfully for the internet and things like this, there's a lot of cool people out there that are willing to help and guide and help people learn, mm-hmm. um, but as far as the base level, no one's gonna get it started but you, and you gotta just just get the ball rolling, and once you start, things will happen, and like I said, I don't think there's any true coincidences in this world, and this is a pure example. As, as soon as I got the ball rolling on this, you hit me up to do this, and um, you know a couple other cool things have kind of just spiraled into action, so yeah, it's just jump, just go for it, believe in yourself. And if you fail, it's not really a failure. It, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not. It's it's progress, it's learning, and any try, any attempt at doing something you love is in no way, shape, or form a failure. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, get back to the drawing board and and figure it out. And if you're if you're that nervous about it, kind of wean yourself out, take a few, a few days off your work, you know. It might be tough for a little bit, but take a few days off your workload and, and take it to yourself and decompress and center yourself and focus. Because that was a hard mm-hmm. thing for me for a long time as I feel so drained from work. I'm like, I don't want to do anything but lay on the couch or in a pool or on a somewhere comfortable and just let my brain melt into nothing. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to, to motivate yourself. So it, and it's also not a bad thing to take some time. And, mm-hmm. and figure yourself out and i'm been a huge problem at that is you know fig- take a day mental mm-hmm. health day it should be a thing totally for, forget sick days mental health days should be a thing and if yeah. if you need a couple times to do that and get your head right and then just take more time for yourself and and do it and once uh-huh. you, once you start i feel like it's hard to stop and if you've got a good idea it's going to go somewhere and if it stops, then you know, like I said, go back to the drawing board and on to the next thing, or try it again. That's fresh, fresh off the press advice yeah. um, from someone from someone figuring it out as we speak. So yeah, I guess just just as Nike, just do it. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I <laughs> or, love that. Or,
1: I guess Shia, it do it, Shia LaBeouf style.
0: Just do it. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's great advice, though, especially because in our society, I feel like it is just go, go, go. And yeah. you really don't ever think to take time to yourself and just relax and not do anything because it's kind of frowned upon in our society. But it is so important to just like yeah. let your mind decompress.
1: And it's hard to think against the mold, but mm-hmm. we are trained to do the opposite. Um, and yeah. so it's like, if you're feeling too comfortable, ch- do something else,
2: mm-hmm.
1: ch- change it up, and that's just me. You know, like I never felt comfortable with the idea of just being someone who wakes up and does the does your daily thing and goes to bed and kisses your wife. And you know, I want to do all those things, but with with so much purpose and so much more mm-hmm. behind it. And I've never, I've always just refused to be that person who never leaves their hometown and just. Not that there's anything wrong with that mm-hmm. at all. It's just I my brain refuses to be that way and blazing your own trail is hard Mm
2: -hmm. it always
1: will be because you find yourself alone in a lot of situations but trust your friends trust your instincts reach out to people who can help you get help and good things will happen I firmly believe that and get help is the main thing if you're struggling ask for help do the right things feed your mind Mm -hmm. feed your brain feed your soul I love that. It's really important. And, you know, I get simple as waking up and doing 50 push push-ups and sit-ups. It just kind of, you know, and then taking a cold shower, it kind of just, it gets your brain going, it gets the serotonin flowing. And so just find, find a routine and and be about it.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Like I said, (laughs) that's fresh off the press. So we'll, uh, we'll see if it, see if it pans out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it will. I have a lot of faith in you.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful for that and, and all the people that do, because I wouldn't be where I am without it. Firm a believer in that too, is community is community and every part plays its part. And, you know, I wouldn't be who I am and where I am without it. So,
0: mm-hmm. well, I cannot wait to see where your next event is and everyone needs to go follow Chef Mitch now and Mitch, thanks so much for coming on.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure uh, getting these ideas out and, and talking about it and as well as it kind of seeing it come to fruition finally and and get started. So yeah, just keep your eyes peeled. Um, I, I've got a lot planned and and I hope to do it early and often and
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: as much as possible. So if you've got a spot where you're at in your neighborhood that you think would be cool, I don't care if it's out of state, out of out of this area, I'm definitely willing to travel for the right situation and and the right, Mm -hmm. the right kind of vibe. So feel free to reach out if you want me in your, in your spot. I'm definitely willing to do that too. So open for suggestions. So definitely come follow, like interact. I want to meet y'all, feed y'all. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Thanks Mitch.
1: No, thank you, Courtney. I really appreciate it.